Welcome to the podcast, everybody. This is uh, today's show into a little bite-sized package for you to get amongst. Good show today. We talked to the craziest man we've ever spoken to, Wild Bill Healy from the Electoral Commission, mm. who does the counting for the votes. He was lit. Yes, he was. What a job, though. Mm. Mm. Must be hard to stay awake. Just counting away. Counting. Yeah. I wonder how they do it. Like, I actually want to see. Whether... Symbols, I reckon. Yeah, you reckon? Mm, just... uh, that wouldn't be that fun, then. Huh. So he's coming on because we don't have a uh, premiere at the moment. We uh, we did a sound chest for movies, yes. for Christmas movies as well, so you can test yourself. And you are going to hear about the uh, amazing financial investment that we are going to make. We are going to be filthy rich by the end of next year. It is all on the way. Play the podcast. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Anyone that knows me knows that I'm a bit of a handyman. And, um, isn't is this, yeah, what as in you go and what do you do, do? work around the house? Or yeah. as no, in, you don't, yeah. you go, la, 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 la. that's a leak in my roof, but no, it'll be fine. Hey, Maddie, come and look at this. It's water pouring in the roof. That's not good, mate. It's not that bad because it's a bathroom. Yeah, all right. Where, are the, me, where are the beers, buddy? <laughs> do you remember you said to him the other day, you're like, when's the last time you cleaned out your gutters? And he said, never ask me now. <laughs> When's the last time you cleaned out your gutters? Yesterday afternoon. But you said it wasn't an issue. You said, no, nah, oh. no trees go in there. Oh, it was an issue. <laughs> yeah, what he, say? he goes, my house is up high and the trees, the trees are down on the low part of the backyard. Yeah, which it wasn't leaves. It was a collection of, I think, silt from the rain. So it was quite like, it was like clay gutters in there. Gutters need to be cleaned out. Yes. Otherwise you have leaks into your walls. Well, not for the, not for the moment because they are spotless. Because I got out the ladder. Yeah. And I hopped up on the on the um, <laughs> no, on the roof. Dramatic. You, you know what he said to me yesterday. Now mm. it's just all making sense. This might be the last day you see me. <laughs> I said, "Why?" And he goes, "I'm doing some stuff around the house." I said, "Okay, have fun." You said, "Okay, have fun." Well, not what, what, hey, hey buddy, his lifeline's number. Do you <laughs> want to hang out this afternoon? Anything you want to get off your chest? <laughs> <laughs> we just had Movember for God's sake. No, That's I, no, I know about that. He was doing handy <laughs> stuff. It's for men's health. He was doing handy stuff. You know yeah. I care about his handy. world at being. Um, as well, Maddie. You know that. Tell you a few things I learned. Open door. Jeez. Come on, talk um, to me anytime. I mean, obviously, not, you don't want me to talk now. So, <laughs> Tin roofs are hot. Found that out. Were so. you barefoot? That's <laughs> the first time I got oh. oh, my God. I used my toes to grip. So, pop back down, whacked on the Connies, back up. <laughs> <laughs> this is not safe. Where are my Converse? Did you have gloves? Yeah. Second time when I went down to get the shoes, got gloves because I had my hand in the gutter. I was like, there could be anything in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spiders and that. You want to have the garden gloves, the proper ones. Yeah, I got them. (laughs) You got kitchen ones, didn't you? No, I didn't. I have actual gardening gloves. Uh, Got up there and um, it all all went swimmingly, like I'm here. So that's a a bonus. And my gutters are clean. Um, Only made two slight errors of judgment, I think. Uh, And one of them was quite serious. I was using uh, the hose. I carried the hose up to spray out the, the gutters after I'd um, got the leaves out just to clean them, give them a rinse out. <laughs> and uh, it was on the front deck. And so all the water was pouring out of the gutter onto the deck where the ladder was situated, oh. which made the ladder thing very slippery. Yes. Like coming back down was well, fraught. <laughs> it was fraught. Yes. That, yeah. was, that was quite scary. But I made it. I feel like everything should be, we're glad you made it, mate. <laughs> You no. know, you, you can't feel sorry for an idiot, though. That's the problem. Where were you, where were you a few minutes ago? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I've just arrived. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Excuse me. I'm not an out idiot. Life I'm, not, I'm not that stupid. Admittedly, I left my beer up there the second time, so I think I'm back up. <laughs> <laughs>
um, I was spraying the I was spraying the 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 gutter out, and it was yeah, it was quite manky. Like the stuff had been in there for a while, and I have learned that lesson. I will be cleaning my gutters more frequently. Um, but it, I was spraying it, and it gushed up into my eye, and mm. I thought that's manky stuff. Like that could possibly blind me. I don't know yeah. what's in there, uh, and just the automatic reaction because my glasses had <laughs> my glasses had fallen off because I was sweating so much. So I didn't I wasn't wearing my glasses, and I wiped my eye with my glove, which was covered in the muck. Mm-hmm. There was more muck. Just mm. put muck everywhere. And just not thinking, I was spraying the, the gutter and I wanted to wash my eye out quickly before an infection got in. So I turned the hose onto my eye. I didn't, I, I neglected to change the setting oh God. from jet. That's pretty high powered. Pretty, I felt like I'd been punched in the face. Were you expecting, you expecting a nice little mist? <laughs> yeah. I was, I was, I was. And I gushed myself in the eye really hard. Like I instantly wanted to call three girlfriends and apologize, but oh, I, um, <laughs> I couldn't open my eye for like five minutes. It was pretty bad. I think, is it still bruised? I think it might still be bruised. No, I think you're right. Okay, good. Um, so that, that was an issue. Um, but then, but then, so gutters are cleaned. Yeah. Gutters are cleaned. And I was one of those moments where, you know, when you do something like that, I actually wanted it to rain yesterday. Yeah, so you can check your roof. I feel yeah. like he's a little Boy Scout. We need to give him yeah. a badge. Like, That'd you've cleaned great. your gutters badge. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. That's, yes. Okay. I'll tell, I'll tell you this. I'm proud of you, mm. but never do it again. Oh, I got to at six months. No, no. What? You, you know how you've got those friends who do stuff? Yeah, yeah you're, you're a naked air guitar man at home. Yeah. Like, that's your specialty. That's what you like to do, right? No, Pay but, someone. But, yeah. No, no, I've done it now and I did it for free, so I'm not going back. No. Well, yeah. the other option is hmm. check that your will's in order. <laughs> <laughs> what would you like? What do you got? Play, PlayStation be nice. Right. PlayStation? You can have a PlayStation. No. You can have my figurines abs because I know how oh, much you cover. Oh, God. Them. Thank you so much. I love those dolls. We don't want your house. It's leaky. That's <laughs> good to us. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. Yeah, if you need people's advice, you can send an email to me at dearabby at hit105.com.au. And I try to get back to all of them. This one's really broken my heart, and I'd love to hear from people that have been through this situation. I know, Matt, you would have with your sister who came out. Mm -hmm. Um, But her heart is breaking, and she's written here. Dear Abby, I don't normally do this, um, but I've really been struggling for the last three years. So to start with, I'm hella gay. Um, <laughs> That's gay. She's really like that. So, and it was until a few years ago I had some independence to venture out and explore that side of me. I've always known from a young age, but my upbringing um, it just made me want to deny it. And truly, I was in denial of myself for many years. But now I've come out in my twenties. I've had all this freedom, and all of a sudden the judgment knives were off me, and I started using Tinder to try and meet girls, etc. And it was great. I've a hundred percent found myself, and the happiest I've ever been. But I still have to hide it from my family for fear of not being accepted because they're very old school. Mm. It's been really hard trying to hide it from them. And I think I've gone to the stage where they know I am because on a few occasions I've been cornered aggressively and asked if I am straight. And even every part of me wants to scream, yes, I still deny, deny, deny and cry. It is totally killing me. I want to be honest with them, but I'm just so scared. And scared probably isn't even the right word. I feel like... Um, my whole world would be crashing down. My parents would be distant and they'd still say they love me, but I know that they wouldn't truly accept me. Just the other day, I heard my mum comment on how um, she wishes that the vote was no. Mm. And then on other occasions, she was having conversations about gay people in the room um, and they were very negative. Um, When I was in the room, they were very negative. I just went to my room and just cried. 
I really don't think people know how truly hard this is. I hear of everyone talking about their coming out stories to be a wonderful and accepting thing, but I just felt like I haven't slept for months and I lay awake and just feel that all my world will crash if I share it with them. I'm really struggling and don't know what to do. Thirteen ten sixty. I would love to hear from people that have come out and I'd love to hear it from people two sides as well. Maybe it wasn't all accepting and I'd like to see how that's changed because mm. her fears obviously are very grand at this point and maybe they won't be as bad mm. once she does admit it to her family. But then for the people out there that maybe they have been met with resi- resilience, I wonder how it has progressed over the years. That man at, uh, on Married at First Sight, I think it was, or one of those reality yeah. shows when he came out and they refused to accept it and even really. It's just heartbreaking because mm. you always feel like your parents should love you no matter what. Mm-hmm. Well, the parents on that show said, we love you, we don't love it, the life that you've yeah. chosen. Mm. But you want them to accept. Well, you know, It's not just love, you want them to accept. And even if they don't understand that, they still go, well, it's something yeah. that you're a part of. When my sister came out, uh, it caused issues in our family, I'll be honest. My dad had passed away two weeks earlier than my sister came out. Um, and did she not want to come out to your dad? You def- No, it's just she just did it. I yeah. remember at, actually at my 21st birthday, she was in the laundry crying. Hmm. And I went in there, and this is at my party, and I said, what's wrong? And she said, I'm gay. I was like, okay, uh, let's process. <laughs> did you have any idea? No, no, I had no idea at all. Then she told my mum, and it was just, it was a bad time that she chose. So people were grieving the death of my father. Mm. And I think, but I get from her point was she had a huge weight on her as well. Yeah, she she was grieving and had been processing getting that out. So she just went, blah. It might have also been a bit of the whole, you know, life's too short now. When when you see someone pass away, like, I don't want to live like this. Exactly. And and maybe die tomorrow and not, you know, so, yeah. You know, and I mean, it's totally fine. Like, all we, we, accepted it we were fine it was just a lot to process at the time but you need to make that choice i guess as a parent is what's more important for you to say i disapprove of whatever that is for whatever reason and never seeing your child or just accepting it and Mm. and choosing to have a relationship with them well that's true as well and i'd love to hear from parents Mm. and maybe they had Mm. a really bad reaction at first uh shani has joined us this morning hi hey how's it going Good. good what do you think about it um, yeah, look, I guess my story is a little bit different um, because I sort of never identified as being gay, mm-hmm. um, but I fell in love with my best friend um, who happens to be a female, um, and there's quite an age gap with us as well, so um, telling the parents was a little bit terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, I obviously knew her, but not in the sense as to how much our friendship had grown. Yeah. Um, and look, my mum took, you know, off in the car for a good couple hours and... Um, and end up being my partner that found her and, you know, those sort of had a bit of a, a moment together. And, um, yeah, we probably, you know, were a bit uneasy for about six months um, where, you know, they they didn't talk and, um, you know, it was really hard with my mum because she did have the traditional views and, you know, saw things differently for myself. Um, but, you know, after that time, it, it has passed and, and, you know, we're on family holidays now and it's been, you know, coming up to three years, so... Yeah, I guess there is hope. Was it hard in that six months? Did you ever feel that you're, you or ever be scared that your mum wasn't going to come around? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, you feel like, is it is it worth it? Um, but at the end of the day, you know, my partner made me happy. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I guess I had that hope that family's always going to be there. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right, thanks for We've calling, Shani. Alice, Alice in Acacia Ridge, what's your story? 
Hi. Um, so I I came out officially to my family when I was 15, um, and I grew up in a household where I was told I could be happy as long they didn't matter who I married as long as I was happy. However, there was always the but of they couldn't be black, Asian, or a woman. Wow. Wow. Um, but as long as I was happy, that was that what they kept saying. And um, when I came out, um, my family didn't take it very well. Um, I did lose contact with everybody um, because for them, their dreams for their little girl died. Mm. Um, They they couldn't see me getting married. They couldn't see me having children. They couldn't see me being happy. So they just withdrew. So I I am the oldest of four siblings um, and I lost contact with all of them. I'm now 34. Um, I have a almost 12-year-old daughter. I have and my family are slowly coming back around. Oh, we yeah. all caught up for lunch on Saturday. Um, it was It's hard and it's strained at times, mm. but they can finally see that I am happy. And I'm still that person that they knew yeah. all those years ago. Yeah. I haven't changed. Yeah, um, sexuality doesn't and, change you. you know, mm. Yeah, definitely. I just feel like it might be really hard when this girl comes out to her family, but I think that... You've got to believe that you you know that those people do love you and that maybe they will come around, that there is hope and it, mm. it does get better. It's not always hard. You know, I had 15-odd strange years with them, but they were always there in the background. And yeah. Well, thank you. It must be harder not coming out, though. Well, that, well, that's the other thing. You know, I think it's hard either way because yeah. you live a lie, a lie. you know. Yeah. Mm. Michael in Fortitude Valley, what was your experience? Um, so my, I came out at 18, um, and my parents are very religious. Um, so I already had contingency plans and bags packed and friends houses that I could go to just in case it didn't go the way I hoped. Mm. Um, and it didn't, my parents cried for days, um, and I wasn't able to, um, you know, talk to them and that's, I think the biggest thing is communication and all I wanted to do was just to tell them that it doesn't change who I am. And, um, you know, that was years ago now and we're actually quite a close family. Um, I moved back in with them. Um, so it's, it's kind of gone full 180. Mm. Um, but it, yeah, my advice to her would be just to do it. Like I know it's super scary and, um, it may not be the outcome that you hope for, but in the end, it makes you feel a lot better. I felt so good that day, and it's changed my life for the better. Mm. Yeah. All right. Thanks for your call, Thank Michael. You. Uh, we're going to wrap up with Anonymous. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I came out when I was about 27. It was a, I was a late bloomer, shall we say. Yeah. Um, and I've dated guys and I've dated girls, so it kind of gets confusing for people, I think, because they don't know who you're going to pick next, but it's like, you know, whatever, greedy, it's great. Um, (laughs) I think that if you stay closeted and you're not sharing anything, it becomes so corrosive and it's so isolating and it corrodes your sort of sense of self-worth and your, um, I guess, how you're feeling within the community. And that's why I think the LGBTQ plus community has such high rates of of going out partying, of, of drinking and such. It's trying to cope with the, mm. the pressure and the homophobia that's happening in society. Yeah. And I think that everyone individually feels this isolation. And uh, But at the same time, we're all together. And I would say for the person, if they're in Brisbane, to reach out to organisations that may be able to help. Yeah, it's um, 
There's things like QLife, which is a telephone line staffed by volunteers. If they're under 26, they can call Kids Helpline. Mm. And there's also um, open doors in the valley if they're, if they're a youth as well. But you're definitely not alone with this process. And there's no pressure to come out um, from other people. Like, it's only what's right for you because you're the... You know, you're the, I guess, professional in your own life. You're the mm. expert in your own experience. So no one knows what's right for you but you. All right. Well, it's looking like, though, if you take all the numbers and all the other calls we took off air, most people are saying, do it. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. Be prepared. It's going to be hard. Mm. I think that's it. You know when you just prepare for something mm. that you're so nervous about and you're trying to anticipate what the reaction mm. is going to be like, and it could be worse. It could be that. Mm. But if you're not sleeping now. Yeah, yeah that's mm. true. Well, best of luck to them. And anyone who's going through that, uh, we have had word as well that we will have um, hopefully Bill Shorten on the air on Friday. They're expecting that also too. The Marriage Act will pass um, and we will have an answer by Friday your morning. your sister will <clears throat> set a date. That's right. <laughs> and I'm not paying for that wedding as you said yes, I would. You <laughs> no, no. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Hey, we're going to play Alpha Bucks tomorrow, 7, 8 a.m. It's worth $10,000, the 7th of December. These are the two letters to help you uh, get cranking. They are D and P for dick pic. There you go. That is the No pod- one likes one. Just saying. No one likes a DP? Yeah, although, yeah, maybe, maybe I'm old. Some people do. Apparently. Women don't. I think no, g- gay some... men like them, don't yeah, they? Yeah, yes. It's a gay right. man yes, thing. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. This is a pool party. I have come to clean the pool. Win a pool at Stab Abby and Mad's pool party. Yes, it is our pool party on Friday. You can come along as well. It's going to be at Classic Pools at Logan Home. Yes. 663 Kingston Road, Logan Home. Yes, so yeah. come and say hi. We're going to have brekkie and coffee on then, and you can win your way to uh, your chance to win a pool as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when, he, when you hear Pablo pop up anywhere yes. in the show, make sure you get on. Lovely meeting him yesterday. I know, speaking so of Pablo, good. I think I've gone a little bit overboard. Because ah. I was like, oh, well, Pablo's going to be there. I want to yeah. make a little bit of an effort. And I was You've got a g- thing for Pablo, don't you? A little bit. You're giddy yesterday. A little bit. I just, yeah, he's just something about him. And I thought, well, I, I don't know what swimmers to wear. And I thought maybe I should do a one suit, mm-hmm. you one know. Piece. But one piece is hard for me because I've got a long torso. Mm-hmm. So I went right. searching for a long torso one. And Not a big milk. red speedo, did you? Because they never... No, but I think Anderson. I've gone a bit overboard. Mm. What have you done? Uh, I've sort of themed it up. Mm. I decided that I would go to Black Milk because they've got the long torso ones. Mm. Brisbane Company. Yeah, and they, I do, bought, they do tights and stuff too. Right? Yes, mm. and I bought... <laughs> Wonder Woman with a cape. <laughs> Not capes. Capes in the pool just seems dangerous. You know what the cape should be? Well, the cape should be a towel. Maybe it is. Maybe that it is. Genius. Is it that genius? So I can whip that off and just wrap it around me. Is that too much? No, you no. That's. I think Pablo. I mean, I only met Pablo yesterday. But you could speak for him, I guess. But from my very short interaction with him, I'm sure he would say that I he mean, likes that. Let's let's remember. I don't look like that girl. I've showed you a photo. I'm not going to look like the model. Uh, Pablo could work with that. I don't know. Let's, let's, we'll flick it over to Pablo and he can maybe let us call in later and let yes, us know what anyway, he needs to dye wearing, your hair for authenticity. Which makes me think, what are you guys wearing? Because I want to make sure that I'm not going I've, overboard. With... I haven't thought that far ahead for me, mm. but I have thought ahead for my friend Stav here. Because I've been cleaning out my house because I'm moving house next week. Mm-hmm. And um, Why am I nervous? I found uh... something. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know, yeah. you might want to borrow. Have you got, you've got the Borat Mankini. No, no, that one's no. too old now. No, it's done. Uh, Idiot, stab. <laughs> <laughs> Get with the fashion. Get with the fashion. Yeah, no one does bank Um 
I have found an old pair of Speedos. What are they? <clears throat> now, they're I've, red um, they're off smugglers. ones. I've never worn them before. Cool. Because they were a gift. Right. They were a gift. Yeah, okay. Who bought you a gift? Someone. Who <laughs> bought him a gift? As, sorry, that came out wrong. Who would buy you a gift? No, no, no. Who bought you Speedos? Look on the back of there and see. read out the name that you can read on the back of those Speedos. Tony. Tony Abbott. Uh, these are signed by Tony <laughs> Abbott. The once Prime Minister of our great country... Him and I are uh, buddies. We struck up a bit of a friendship a few years back. Sure. Um, and he gifted them to me. Have yes, to try that's them crazy. On. And you want me to wear these? What size are they? No yeah. fit, weren't they? I don't know. They don't, they don't look clean, mate. Well, I haven't worn them. Stop inspecting I, I, them I, I like can't, that. I can't promise you that Tony hasn't that's worn fine. them. That's fine, she says, because she's not wearing them. Well, what's in there? What's in the uh, yellow and the white bit? The gusset. No, that's not. That's just the colour they are with the red behind it. No, uh-huh. it isn't. Because <laughs> 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 you take it away from the red and it's still there. Okay. Well, maybe Tony's worn them. I've never worn them. <laughs> Are you going to wear them? Do I have to? Yeah. Yeah, come well, on. Well, I've got to try them on. I can't wear them on the day. All right, we've gone. Whack All them right, on. We'll turn the other way. <laughs> Not looking. Now? Not looking. You really want me to try them on now? Yeah, we've got cameras now. <laughs> no, there's cameras. Yeah. I'll try them on. I just thought you were saying yesterday you don't have we'll any match. swimmers. You had to go buy some. We'll match. You can have those. My signed Tony Abbott DTs. You put the, if, if I'm in the pool Say with them, then the... Um, wait a second. Wait a second, Wonder <laughs> Woman. If you're in the pool with them, the a signature will, will fade off. That's all right. He's not the Prime Minister anymore. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they could be a collector's item yes. for you. Yeah, it could be. Remember, After I've worn them. We were talking about earlier about things that are worth money in the future. There you go. They could be. And cool. now we'll have to work out what you're going to wear. Yeah, I don't know. I might, I might talk to my mate Pablo. We might dress the same. A couple dressing. Maybe That's we cute. might dress together. I like that. Yeah, um, yeah. He would probably wear gold. He would wear gold. So I think I might wear gold as well. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. all right. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Hi, I'm Gary Megan, and I do a little show on Podcast One called A Plate to Call Home, and it's about fascinating people all centred around food. This is a show for foodies, but it's more than that. It's a show about the people and the stories behind food. I think you know that I'm obsessed by food. Everything in my life revolves around it, and I love nothing better than to spend a little time talking about people that are equally as passionate, sharing their stories, and getting to know what makes them tick. It's called A Plate to Call Home, and it's available on the Podcast One app or on podcastone.com.au. Will you be accepting Bitcoin? What's Bitcoin? It's a new online currency that's been developed. Uh, It's just like actual money, except you can't see it, hold it, or spend it on anything. That is exactly (laughs) the description of Bitcoin, to a T. I don't get it. Well, it's been around for a while. It's Mm. not new, but I think it's in the news at the moment because it's gone up. But all of a sudden, you've got excited about it, which means I'm scared. Yesterday, on Instagram, our buddy Carl from Xenox Diamonds, who does lots of stuff on our show, Giving Away Diamonds, said... um, I now accept Bitcoin. If you own Bitcoin, you can come in and you can purchase jewellery from my store with Bitcoin. Well, he's, he's very forward-thinking yes. and he travels over the world, so he must be seeing that it's been done over the world really yeah. successfully. Big businessman. I've heard a lot of people talking about Bitcoin of late and I thought, you know what? Financial security in the future is what I'm after. An early retirement, that's what I'm after. You're, no, you're after just a cheap get-rich-quick get scheme. Yeah, which never is the case. That's not, that's not what it's called. It's called future financial security. Well then, get a second job. Making money. 
quickly. Is, is this is what we're going to do here. How does, how does it that? work? I don't know how it works. So it's, on, it's just a it's, currency. It's like essentially buying shares in something. But someone's invented this, so you can only use it like it started as online stuff, right? You buy it online. <laughs> yeah. There's no physical money. No one. No. Can't, you can't go to a, a Bitcoin ATM and it'll go and give you actual cash. It's a currency. So if people if people value it, then it's worth something. That's all. Do you know what I mean? Yes. It's like your figurines, mate. Think of it like your figurines. If everyone agreed that your figurines were worth something, yes, they are. If if something happened where all the money caught on fire in the world, and everyone said, "All right, we're now trading in figurines." But there, is, like that. but there is a case where people have been losing it, well, like they, because it's on their hard drive and they don't think it's going to be worth much. A guy won millions, mi- uh, sorry, lost millions mm. worth of it because it's because it's not physical. You got to keep track of your Bitcoin. But this is where it all fell over this morning because we were talking about Bitcoin, <laughs> and I was like, you know what? If everyone's doing it, yeah, I'm going to do it too. Yeah, you were going to get if, into the market. But if that's the case, they go up and down. By their value, don't they? Yeah, but that's the risk you run, you know? Of course it is, but you need to buy it when they're down. Yeah. But we're only talking about it because they're up, yeah. which means you don't buy. Yeah, but haven't you heard the song, The Only Way Is Up? And that's where I believe... No, that's don't think true. Yes. I'm pretty sure that's not about accounting in the stock market. What is it now? It is. Well, I was like, I'm going to... Let's start low. Let's buy one Bitcoin. Okay. Right? Just one Bitcoin. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. It would be my Bitcoin. <laughs> How much is that? How much is one Bitcoin? We're going to buy it for us. Right. I don't know. Well, no, I was going to use my money. How much is one Bitcoin? One Bitcoin. Mm. $15,501.37. Well, then get it for us, Big Spender. See, Only way is, is up. This is what I... Baby. <laughs> this is what I don't get about it then. So, if, say something... I want to buy something on, online and it's 20 bucks. Mm. But one Bitcoin is worth well, 50000 if, it, if it's not a currency like that, you don't have to split the coin. You could just say that you've got like an eighth of a Bitcoin. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Because it's not actual actual money. Yeah, you just chip away. You regret saying that out loud, don't you? No, I still don't really get it. Well, (laughs) you could have like a 0.8 of a Bitcoin left. (laughs) Right. Right. Gotcha. No, I got you this time. Yeah. Gotcha. Trying to see if anyone's selling any secondhand Bitcoins a bit cheaper, but nah, it doesn't work that way. Look, can we just (laughs) open it up to anyone else that has made it rich then? Has had some sort of investment that's gone up. And I'm just trying to broaden your horizon. Maybe it is Bitcoin. Maybe someone bought Bitcoin ages ago and it's gone up and they're just like chiching. Or maybe you bought shares in something and it's gone up. Maybe you even have stamps. Stamps are the way to go. They really went up. Well, when we moved my mum's house, when she moved from Gladstone here to Brisbane, I found a big, thick folder of all my old basketball cards from when I was 10. Mm. And they're in mint condition Mm. in all little slips and everything like that. And I opened it up and I had that feeling. I went, I found money here. Mm. In another 20 years' time, Mm. once some of these players die, like I could be in the the money here. This Mm. could be worth some big money. Original Pokemon cards. Mm. One of the dads at the school said that he sold one for um, eight grand. Wow. What? Yeah, all of a sudden we were like, oh, really? And then looked at our kids' cards. Did oh. you swap any originals? On? I, just, I know word of a lie threw away about a thousand mm. Pokemon cards when I moved here from Melbourne. Rory's got a rare Hatchimal. Well, there you go. Well, we want to know 131060. They've only just released this it's year. It's a furry one. The furry ones are rare. It says it in the ad. Fortune sitting on a gold mine. That's my nest egg. Hatchimals. I'm working with two smart guys. I'm Bitcoin not. and Hatchables. Oh, we are going places. Hang but- shit on us now in 20 years' time and we're kicking back on our card cash and you're out there slogging away. We'll be like, ha. Yeah. Slipping on, sipping on martinis yep. in the Maldives. Oh, if she had have listened. Spending oh. all that sweet, sweet Hatchimal oh, oh, oh. coin. <laughs> 
from Ina's Landing is Luke. Hey, Luke. How's it going? Good. Luke, you're into the Bitcoin? Yeah, actually, I am. I've um, recently, a couple months ago, put $400 into it. Mm-hmm. And so far, I've made a return of $8,000. Whoa. So, so are you going to use them or sell them? Uh, it's it's a um, I continuously get it. Mm-hmm. Um, I buy like a package, like it's so much Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that would run for 140 days and you get 1% uh, per oh, day. Can, okay. can I ask though, because I, I looked it up this morning, I was going to buy Bitcoin, and it, it's saying to me that they're, they're worth... Fifteen and a half thousand dollars for one Bitcoin. Are you buying a bit of a Bitcoin? Yeah, that's it. You don't need to buy the whole Bitcoin. That's it. <sighs> oh, we're back in. We're back in. <laughs> where I'm we, on board. Where do we buy them from? Uh, well, I can send you a link. Yeah, can you get in contact? Yeah, yeah, definitely. yeah. yeah. Hang the line there, mate. We're gonna <laughs> we're, we're gonna talk business off the air. I'm buy. I am buying Bitcoin during the next ad break. <laughs> how much are you gonna buy then? No, money value, how much are you going to put in? Uh, I need to look in my account and see how much Esther White notices. Well, 400 bucks got him eight. Why don't you sell one of your bikes? Nah, that's a bad investment. Mate, I might buy 500 bucks worth. Michelle in Springfield, what's been your best investment? Um, a coin. A coin? Equivalent to a 10 cent coin. Okay. A 10 cent coin? Yeah. And how much did it end up being worth? Um, 10 grand. Whoa. Okay, you're going to have to take us back. So where did you get the coin from? Um, so I went on holidays a few years back and this coin was given as when I was given... I went on holiday to Thailand and the coin was given as change when I was given the money to the lady just from buying something off the side of the road. And I came home that afternoon and then my friend just flew in from America and then um, he was going through my coins because he's a coin collector and he goes, do you know how much coins worth wow. and I'm like no and he goes, it's worth like over 10 grand and then I was like oh yeah and he goes you'll buy it off me for 10 grand so I'm like okay might as well wow <laughs> I bet you it was worth more than more, 10 yeah. if he's willing to give you 10 cash it, yeah it was probably worth more than 10 grand but, but as in a friend I was like I'll just give it to him for 10 grand it's still yeah. a lot of money for like 10 cents yeah. oh my god that's the best Michelle even worse that we may have had a $10,000 coin in our hand at some point not knowing not knowing it yeah yeah. Chris, in Marumba Downs, what's been your best investment? Uh, well, the old Nintendo 64 console. Yeah, that's just a, yeah, that's just a great investment anyway because you've got GoldenEye, Mario Kart. Look at all the time fun you can have. Well, the biggest one, the big, one that I made the most money on was Conker's Bad Fur Day, the original copy. Mm. Um, you can get around $1,200 for one that's in good nick with the box bill. Wow. And wow. how much do the uh, systems go for, the Nintendo 64? Um, it depends on which one you've got. So oh. I had a limited edition one. I had the Pokemon one with the Pikachu that was sitting... Um, out of the console itself. Yes. Yeah. And that one I got about 600 bucks for. Wow. So depending on what console you got, what games you've got, you can earn up to thousands of dollars. Like I made four it? and a half grand in total uh-huh. when I sold mine. Wow. I threw mine away. That's good, Chris. You know, this is what most people are going to do. They're going to listen to this and go, I threw it out. It's even so much, I threw out all my um, Nana's furniture, and now I'm going back to antique stores to try and buy exactly the same type of furniture. It's probably the furniture you threw out. They went Uh, on the curbside. Michael in Springfield, what's been your best investment? Uh, Pokemon cards, actually. Yes. Dad was telling me about this at school. So what's been your most expensive? Okay, so um, I collected the whole set, Mm -hmm. the original um, edition one, so it's there's a complete difference. There's edition one, which is the originals. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then they re-released them, and then there's, you know, like edition two, edition three, all that stuff. But the first edition, a full set of them, I jumped online, went to sell it. I probably spent about $100 on them to get them. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then um, I spoke to this collector, and he's like, oh, I'll give you, I'll give you six, six and a half, 
grand for him. Wow. I've gone, okay, cool. Yeah, done, dusted. And mm. he talked me down originally because I saw him online on eBay for about 10 grand. I was yeah. like, yeah, okay, whatever. I'll just accept it because he talked me down. Mm-hmm. And then um, a week later, I saw him online for about 15 grand. Oh. And I was just like, wow. So he'd, he'd be cheering. Yeah. But well, you're still cheering. You got six and a half. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I was like, yeah, six grand, six That's more sick. grand than I had. So. <laughs> Maddie's going white with oh. all the stuff that he's thrown out that now, you probably because you would have been a collector as a kid. I, I, I had all of this: Pokemon cards, Nintendo sixty four, uh, Nintendo sixty four, Playstations. That's right. You're into Bitcoin now, and one person that is as well, Steve. How's it going? Yeah, good. So, Steve, have you invested in that? Yeah, back in uh, two thousand and ten, mm. uh, I had a mate that was into IT in that. Mm-hmm. He said he talked to me about it, and then I was like, "Oh, sweet, let's try it." And we put about 5000 into it in 2010, mm-hmm. mid uh, July, so just start financial year. Mm-hmm. Back in it was $0.07. Cents. So seven the, cents, the yeah. same account that we have rolling with that Bitcoin is about $5.5 million today. Sorry. <laughs> Hang on a second. So you, you invested five k seven years ago, and how much is it now worth? Um, $5.5 million. So it was $0.07 cents back then yeah. Yeah. Uh, for one Bitcoin. Do you, do you still own these wow. bitcoins? Yeah, yeah, it still rolls every day. We we look and we laugh. Um, have you spent just, anything? Like, have you bought anything with it yet? No, we we, we saw the growth and we just left it in there. Mm. So well, I think a couple of days ago we looked back at it was like fourteen and a, uh, fourteen eight. Yeah, uh, one bitcoin. But yeah, it's it's good investment. It's like you said, you can't touch it, you can't do anything, but you can trade with it. And there are many more companies or businesses these days that. Actually, you can buy stuff using Bitcoin. Uh, so you can't take you, it out and get you, cash. Oh. No, you can't. It just doesn't exchange for yeah, Aussie correct. dollars. So yeah. yeah. You, you buy certain products with it. You can only trade it or buy certain products. So there was a guy the other day that I think was trying to sell a house for, for Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Mm. Oh, I don't Maddie right. can't get his head around it yet. Do you get no, nervous, no, Steve, that it's all just going to crash? Uh, Oh, no, they're trying to silence See, him. He's a man worth $5 million and not even his phone will work. <laughs> so you can't, I get it. But I know what he's saying. Maybe in like five years' time, everyone is using yeah, Bitcoin once, like Afterpay. Yeah, so once people accept it. But at this stage, you, you can't put it in and see it grow and then take it out and you're a millionaire. I'm in. I'm buying Bitcoin. Did okay. you hear what I just said, though? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's all right. Everyone ignores their financial advices. That's how it works. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Oh, hello everyone, Santa here, and this is my hotline. Oh, oh. I've always wanted one of those. Has everyone put up their Christmas tree? Yes. Yeah. My daughter decorated it, looks like Santa exploded. Uh, we've only got like a little optical one because we're moving house next week and it's killing me that I haven't <laughs> oh, been able to do. Because really? I've got, I should have by now, yeah. should have had lights all over the front of the house <laughs> and been standing out there getting glory from the street going, wow, look how amazing this guy is, and it's I'm dying that I'm missing it. Well, hey, Christmas is fast approaching, so good luck there. <laughs> 19 days to go. But we're pretty lucky. We uh, we do know Santa, a good friend of ours, and he uh, he's given us his phone number just to, uh, I guess, allow parents to give a call and say, hey, my child's been good or mm. my child's been yeah. naughty. Mm-hmm. You don't just get presents for the sake of presents. You've got no. to earn them. Yes, you'd know? be well behaved. 3837 1234 is uh, Santa's hotline, and here are some of the messages that Santa shot through to us overnight. Thanks for calling Santa's hotline. Daddy, 
Hi, Santa. I'm just ringing to say Matilda and Oliver um, hate me and, yeah, they're really rude, so Christmas is cancelled. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> yes, Santa. I have a very naughty boy here by the name of Jacob that won't stop crying about not having any internet. Can you please put him on your nose? Thank you. Bye. Bye, Santa. Isaiah <laughs> Hello Santa, I have Ryder here. He stole candy two times and he lied about it. Santa, please put him on the naughty list and I think we should hold off on the presents. I'm sorry Santa, I'll never work to my mommy again. I'm just to be a little boy. Thank you Santa, I will call you back in a few days. Please um, keep all the presents and buy me lots of wine. Thank you. My son's teacher called me up letting me know that he had actually just finished calling his teacher aide back. Hi, Papa Noel. And I'm in the Horn Maria. This is last foot at home, Mom. Santa, don't bring her presents. Hi, big guy. I'm just letting you know that Matthew and Jared are fighting and they're very angry today and I think they need to be on the naughty list this year and next year. Unless they fall in their heads, I don't think they should be on that nice list, Santa. Hi, Santa. It's Charlie's mum. I'd just like you to keep a special eye on him because lately he hasn't been able to listen to the word no and he thinks that that means it's time to cry and whinge and carry on. So can you keep an extra good eye out on him over the next couple of days? because he's really been quite naughty. Thank you. Bye. Hi, Santa. I have a little girl here by the name of River Crystal who won't pick up her pencils after we wrote a big, long letter to you about Christmas. I think you might have to write her a letter and let her know that she's not going to be on the good list this year. Hey Santa, my name is Kelly. Um, my seven-year-old thinks it's funny at the moment to go to the school sick bay um, claiming to be sick um, so she can get out of class or not go to school. And I have a ten-year-old who like tell me that it's up to me to um, empty the mess out of her lunchbox at the end of the day. Um, hi Santa, I have two little naughty girls here um, this morning. Their names are Claire and Sasha. They keep fighting over what seat they are meant to sit in. So I think they should go on the naughty list and not get any Christmas presents this year. Thank you. Bye. Santa, I've got a very naughty girl here at the moment. What's your name? Nevaeh. Nevaeh. Now, are you going to behave yourself? Yeah. <laughs> All right, and what happens if I have to call Santa again? He won't give you any presents. That's right, he won't give you any presents. All right, well, Santa, this mummy really needs maybe two cartons of extra dry, a bottle of JD because the husband's been real good, and a holiday would be awesome. But for Nevea at the moment, her presents are getting thrown in the bin and Santa's not coming. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt On Hit 105 
Hi, Tiffany Hall and Cass Dunn here. We are so excited to share with you our new show called Crappy to Happy. And Cass, there are so many ways to feel crappy. Absolutely. We're stressed, we're busy, overwhelmed, uh, eating too much sugar, emotional eating. Oh my gosh, there's so many. You're a personal trainer, I'm a psychologist. Together we've worked with thousands of people to help them improve their emotional, mental, physical well-being. It's going to be so much fun. And you're going to learn a lot along the way. And so are we. (laughs) And so are we from each other. So go to podcastone.com.au and tune in. Testing. One. Two. Three. Testing. One, two, three. Can anybody hear me? We love doing a little bit of a sound test. We've done it with commercials, different jingles, nursery rhymes. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, to themes, to TV shows. Mm-hmm. That one's always fun. You but like this one, one is going to be a little bit of music-based for movies, right? Yes, it is. Now, these are all themed because, obviously, Christmas is fast approaching. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can see our beautiful themed Christmas studio on our videos. Yeah. Uh, it's all Christmas movies. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this tree is right behind me. Yeah, you're the not tree, liking the it? The tree is right in my... I'm like I'm in the forest here. But other than that, I love it. I do love it. But let's, I'm like... Let's it looks lovely. Then. Okay. It's a nice backdrop for you. Isn't it? And Maddie looks delightful with all the Santas behind him. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Michelle from uh, Oxley, represent. Hi. <laughs> Hi, how you going? We're good. good. Um, now we're going to play you grabs from um, Christmas movies. Got to see if you can Christmas guess it. Movies. Yeah, you are a big Christmas I, movie yeah, fan. Yeah, because I like it. Just you know, Christmas Eve you have to watch one. Christmas Day you have to watch yeah. one, and then Boxing Day you celebrate with one. Okay, okay. here we go. We'll get it. Oh. oh, hi. Who is it? It's Carol Singers. Mm-hmm. Michelle. Oh no, I. Couldn't tell you. No, oh, it's your favourite, isn't it? It's your yes. favourite. Yeah. Love actually. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Was I not supposed to say it? Or just give her a chance, oh. maybe. <laughs> yeah, if it had been a kiddies movie, I could have probably ripped it off right yeah. like that. Oh well. Uh, good on you, Michelle. Oh, That's the famous one when he goes to the door. Yeah. And he just holds up the signs. Yeah. He's a stalker. Yeah. Do you know who that is? It's the guy from Walking Dead now. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Ian in Everton Hills, you're up with your Christmas movies. Uh, how are you doing this morning? Good night, how are you? We're good. Now, here's your movie. Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Santa! <laughs> oh, my God! Santa here? I know him. I know him. Any ideas, Ian? No, sorry, mate. So that's Will Ferrell. It is Will Ferrell, if that helps. Very famous one. It's just one word. Oh, it was... Sorry, mate. It was... That's how you don't have to apologise. It's just a game. It was Elf. Elf. Good movie. Very funny. A lot of people love that one. Uh, Violet from Jim Boomba. Are you ready for your movie? I'll give it a go. Okay. Somebody's on the roof. Maybe it's Santa. Not now, Charlie. Hey, you! Something should happen to me. Put on my suit. The reindeer will know what to do. Santa killed him. Did not. <laughs> That's a yeah. Violet, any ideas? Uh, is it Santa Claus? Boomski. Well done, Santa Claus. Tim well Allen. Done. Oh. Yep. Yes. Well done. Well done. Well done. There we go. Uh, Elise, morning. Morning. Alrighty, here we go. Are you off your meds or something? Santa, no. Little boy, don't interfere. I'm doing this for all of us. Leave Santa. Hmm. Any ideas? Oh my god. No. (laughs) A lot of drinking in that. Uh. This is Christmas? 
Nice try. Bad Santa. Oh, Bad Santa. Oh. That, one's, that one's rated a little bit different than yes. the other Santa shows. Yes. Yeah. All right. Lani, hi. Hi. Here we go. They've been a little bit tougher than we thought they would have been. Mm. Um, I reckon you'll get this one, though. What was it you said to okay. me before? Yippee-ki-yay, mother <laughs> Happy trails, Hans. So good. My favourite Christmas movie of all time. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Bruce Willis. Um, yep. Yippee-ki-yay. Oh, I know this one. He's in a building. Oh, um... Die Hard. Yay! Yay. Well I feel like I know that one so well because you've quoted it so many times. <laughs> yeah. You quote Die Hard. Uh, Kayla, morning. Morning. Hey, here we go. It's the last one. I made my family disappear. <laughs> Die Hard! Any ideas? No. Kayla, how, how old are you, huh? Twelve. Oh, right. Twelve. I don't even think you would have been born when this one was out. No, but your parents need to take a good look at themselves because every 12-year-old should have watched this movie by now. I'm not really really into Christmas movies. Oh, okay. Okay, sorry. His family left him at home, which means he was home. Home alone. Done. We've already started watching that. We've watched it like three or four times. It's uh, a at our place. Here's the question. Why didn't little Kevin just call the police? Because he was a little psychopath. <laughs> he just liked to torment those two. He just called the police. Now you've just ruined it for Caleb. Yeah. He hasn't even seen it yet. You just ruined the plot lines and ruined the plot Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Hi, I'm Gary Megan, and I do a little show on podcast one called A Plate to Call Home, and it's about fascinating people all centred around food. This is a show for foodies, but it's more than that. It's a show about the people and the stories behind food. I think you know that I'm obsessed by food. Everything in my life revolves around it, and I love nothing better than to spend a little time talking about people that are equally as passionate, sharing their stories, and getting to know what makes them tick. It's called A Plate to Call Home, and it's available on the Podcast One app or on podcastone.com.au. And I'm thankful for you guys. I have to say that because we've only got two more shows left. So Is I do. That I love why you guys. Thankful? No, there's only two days. I said to Maddie the other day, I was like, "Many, you're going to miss me in your holidays." What did you say? Yes. Yeah. He said, "Yeah." I mean, she had a gun to my head, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, look at him now. He can't pretend he was being nice. Okay. No, I will. But I no, miss both no, of you guys. Some things we've got to get to. No being... time for it now. Oh. Move on. Oh. Oh. Sorry. Yeah. I want you to storm out then. <laughs> I don't. Have a cry. Like yesterday, when I got, I'm not going to swear at you. When I got home, mm. I thought, oh, the bins. So annoying mm. when the rubbish man forgets your bin. Oh, and what? everyone what? else had had their bin collected. Got one job, Phil. I know, right? I was really was annoyed. Oh, no, yeah, but then I thought maybe there was a car inside, like in front of it. But regardless, mm, yeah. I was a bit annoyed. Mm. And I thought, and I had prawns, and I should have put them oh. in the freezer first, but I didn't. I just put them out. They were stinky. Mm. So I called the council. Of course you did. Just to remind them yeah. that my bin was not picked up. And if I could have someone come over and pick up the bins, if it was their error, yes, of course, they do come pick them up. I'm just surprised they haven't blocked your number yet. No, no, 24 hours. I'd call from a different number. But the lovely lady... <laughs> She's got a burner phone for the council. Lovely lady on the other line mm. reminded me. 
that my bin day was not yesterday. It's this morning. Oh, and they will be around at their usual time to pick up the bins. Oh, dear. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, yes, I like to have it early. Thank you so much. So, thanks. No, thanks. <laughs> Mine happens to be bin related as well. Really? Oh, yes. What's your bin day? I didn't even pre plan this. No. I have a skip bin Ooh. at the front of my house, mm-hmm. which I paid $160 for. That's cheap. Yes. Yeah. Two cubic metres. Uh-huh. And I want to fill that with said stuff that I'm not taking to my new house. Generally stuff that Esther doesn't know that I have or stuff that I no longer want to be in my house that she wants to keep. I'm going to just chuck it in there and it'll go. So neighbours, unless you want to chip into that 160 Gs, mm. Don't put stuff in my skip bin. Mm-hmm. It's like when you build a new house, you want to be the first one to use the toilet. You know, <laughs> don't come along just because they've put it there at the front of my house where everyone can access. Don't put your rubbish in there. It's like the opposite of curbside collection when they yes. take your stuff. Mm. Yes. Everyone's like, oh, I've got stuff to throw away. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's like been waiting for this moment. I couldn't be bothered to go to the tip either, so mm-hmm. I went the lazy option and bought a skip bin. The tip's fun. You pack your car and you go. Get away from my skin. I've never been thanks. to the tip. Oh, it's fine. I'll take you one day. <laughs> but no thanks. Thanks. <laughs> what, what do you do at the tip, though? You, you throw just... all the stuff into a big pit and it smashes. It's great fun. Haven't okay. You, you like the tip, don't you? It's a guy thing. Yeah, man. I hang there all the time. <laughs> hey, kids. What are you doing? We're bored, Dad. Get in the car. Yes. Go on the tip. Completely. You've never been to a tip either, have you? I have, but not for, for years. I probably when I was a kid, I might have We're gone going on a tip Yeah, back in the old days when you used to be able to rummage through everything, but now you have to throw it into a pit and a thing comes along and takes it away, but it's still a lot of fun. Mm. It's a lot of fun. You're, you're, saying, little... you're saying tip, yeah. right? Well, instead of. Okay. What? Nothing. Tip. Okay. <clears throat> Fine then. <laughs> no, we'll go with you. <laughs> I'm not oh coming. my god, remember how we've been waiting for him to organise a date? Tip front! Oh, he's he's tip front. Here. Well, we got to my house first, god. we put all the stuff in the ute, and we all go to the tip together. <laughs> It'll be great. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Hey there, Frank Walker from National Tiles. <laughs> hey there, me. <laughs> you think you're organised. You think you've done a good job. You lay down to go to bed and you put your phone charger in the end of the phone and you sit back knowing that it's going to be fully charged in the morning. Yeah. Till you realise you didn't plug the charger in at the wall. Oh, I hate that. Why is my battery so flat? I charged it. No. No, I did not. Now I don't know what day I'm going to the tip. <laughs> it was in my calendar. <laughs> Thanks. But no. Check it out. This body's crazy right now. 100% old school. Take that. Rewind it back. Hit 105. Radio, we are done. Uh, coming up after nine, you could be at our pool party, winning a pool, listen out for Pablo to pop up. And don't forget, you can just come oh, along to Classic what? Falls and Logan Lee. This yeah, we'll is get so good. On. All right. Anyone can come on Friday. Yes. Uh, we are going to be broadcasting live. You can have a swim. Yes, we are playing what you think we're playing. Old What's school it? sing-along songs. Every song for the next 60 minutes is guaranteed that you can sing as loud as you possibly can. Crank this up. Fonzie, you're the voice. See you tomorrow. Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. That's it, we're done. Oh, yeah, right here. We're wrapped up for the okay, day. Okay, cool. I just wanted to hang out more. Oh, yeah, we can do that. Mm. So we. That's enough. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> we like to get things off our chest at the end of the show. This one's for me. Hey, Abby. Been on a bit of an elimination diet 
been eating pretty well. Haven't drunk alcohol for 12 weeks. Good effort. Until last night. And I would have to say that Monday night is not a good try time to experiment with alcohol and dairy. I was up a little bit last night. Went out for dinner for our anniversary. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Red wine went down all right, though. How'd it come out? Yeah, not good. Mm. Thanks. <laughs> no thanks. It was for your uh, wedding anniversary too, uh, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, seven years. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Romantic, though. I have to head home and sit in the bathroom. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Married life. <laughs> <laughs> Vouchers are, I think, a fantastic present. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't know what to get someone, ask what their favourite shop is, buy them a voucher, they can go and sort it out themselves. But why is it with vouchers when you get them, you put them away somewhere, you forget about them, then you find them one day so or annoying. even just a week after they expire? You know they try and change the law on that here in mm. Queensland, saying that you... They, they won't expire. Yeah, won't expire. It was $4 billion worth mm. last yes. year. Well, I wish they had come in earlier. But it's always the case. Mm. You, it's always a week. It's only just past. Mm. Why couldn't you have found, found it a fortnight earlier? Because you didn't look. I don't need your facts, Steph. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> but no thanks. Hey there. Ants. Went jumping in muddy puddles yesterday. And obviously... You guys had been displaced from your underground hive toiling for your queen because it had flooded. You write ants, novels for ants. It's cute. (laughs) Covering the already flooded plain with many an angry ant who was just moments before happily in its underground den, possibly watching its favourite ant television show. I had nothing to do with the displacement. I just happened to be walking in the park. But you took it upon yourself to attack me as the one giant who was around to cop your wrath. Wrong the place, wrong ones? time. Got bitten by bullets. Oh, ow, ow, it hurts. It does hurt. I had to, like, one was stuck in me. I had to pick it off. Oh, really? Like, in there. Yeah. Real in fighter, hey? Like, I'm not a picnic, guys. Simmer down. It's <laughs> <laughs> a so thanks, but no thanks. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Uh, there we go. That's the podcast done and dusted, guys. Uh, a bit of extra business here. I don't know. This is a bit off topic. I've never asked for anyone's autograph, and we're going to interview Arj Barker, and I'm going to ask for his autograph. Well, he's in and the I'm... green room now, so he just heard you. Did he? I'm nervous. <laughs> Why? Because they could say no. Ah, uh, well, that's all right. Go. That's cool. Will you ask me? Can Do it you at ask the end. For, him? Hey, for the, me? The person you're giving it to isn't going to know what Arj Barker's signature looks like. Nah, they will. Because you know what? They'll... That you know, they might take it to a collector and go, "Hey, how much is it worth?" You never know. Can Just you ask, ask him? Me? Hey, he's he's a comedian, uh, celebrity. Uh, He'll love it. He'll okay. love the attention. Okay. You still nervous? Yeah, because what, what if you... he goes, "No, I don't do that thing," and I go, well, "Oh, it's just okay. a little awkward moment in your life that you move past." All right. Well, yeah. I'll ask before the interview. No, to make no, sure no, 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 no. That no. it's all out in the open before. <laughs> no, no, no. You do ask, it after. ask him on the air. Okay. Then he can't say no. Yeah. All right. That's yeah. the thing. And then if he says no, you should go, well, you should start. Fans will like that. And then good, he's like, good for business. Why okay. is it a check? <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we wrap up, we have a message I've been handed, oh. which has come through for our podcast. Oh, this is never good. Hi, guys. I haven't reread this, any, okay. by the way, so okay. I don't know whether this is going to be good or bad. Hi, guys. I love your show. 
Oh, thank you. Good start. Good start. Uh, and I listen to the podcast every day as I'm currently living back home in Wales. Oh, I love the Welsh, eh? I moved back home for a year yeah. uh, before moving back to Oz next year. I've so, never met a bad Welsh person. They're lovely. Is, is not, I'm not sure if he's Indian. He's no, that's, Indian. that's how the Welsh talk. Right. Hey. Well, he's coming back next year. That's right. good. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen to your show podcast at 6 a.m. every morning where it's cold, dark, and wet. Yes, it is. And then he's put an emoji, like a mm. emoji. That's wheels. I would love a mention, uh, as this would cheer my dull and depressing morning right up. What's his name? Happy smiley face emoji. Or her name. What's her name? I love your number one uh, love from your number one overseas listener. Star emoji. Gareth. Oh, oh hey, Gareth. Gareth, Gareth that's go. a good Welsh really name nice. there, Gareth. Thanks, Gareth. Yes. So, uh, Garita, there you go. There's your message. <laughs> Wales is beautiful too. It's yeah, where they film Doctor Who. Oh, really? Mm. Cardiff. Uh, if you if you would like us to read a message out of the podcast too, just shoot it through on our Facebook page. Have a great day, everybody. Stab, Abby and Matt. Stab, Abby and Matt. Here.